Good morning, Rabbi Isai. First of all, a tremendous, tremendous mazel tov to our dear Chaver, Menachem Mateh. His son became a chasan. To who? Chana? From? From Abba Shemesh. Does the father go to Daf? Slowly, slowly. All right, If you want to know what Menachem Atez is, he's very nichbal akalim, but he used to give shiurim back in the day, going back as far as Nido. He, he was the magachir when there was... No time to prepare, he's the one that gave the shear. If there was time to prepare, we would ask you know, But on the spot, my good cheer. Huh? No, no, no. When I, was, uh, when I gave him a two-hour notice or an hour notice. The boy said, Jonathan Itzquiz. He quoted the Mishnah Bura where it says that it's an aver to learn during Chazal Shatz. Since I joined Yudaf Yoimi, I've made so many changes for the better. This mom has changed my life. There's been one change, however, that I found the hardest. Since I first heard you mention back in Pesachim, I tried to make the conscious effort to not learn during Chazor Sashats. I want you to know, did I say this over? Because I asked the sh- No, I know I asked the question, what would you do if you found out that you're a guy? And what did I say? I tried to make a conscious effort to not learn the Chazor Sashats. I want you to know that this has, without question, been the hardest change for me and continues to be, especially in Shabbosim, when you show up to Shul and there's so many Torah pamphlets to choose from in Shul. Even though it's been over two years since I stopped, it's look at the it's a horror to peek at some of the different Torah during Chazor Shatz, and then to have I have to control myself. When I do get the urge, I'm reminded of the famous story of Remailach of the Zensk and his brother of Zisha of Anapoli were locked up in prison with a bucket of foul smelling liquids in the room. They're not able to learn. They were very upset until they realized that just as it's a mitzvah to learn Torah, the times that you can't, and that is equally a mitzvah. So thank you for showing me that there are times that you can feel Hashem's will by not learning Torah. And earning schar just the same. Yochanan Itzkowitz. P.S. My kids want to know when I will be removing the water fountain from the bathroom. In other words, that was another thing he got from the shear. We're not going to go into it. When we learn Hilkas Beisakise, we'll talk about it again. What do you, he doesn't even know what it is. He's like, good evening, your belly. A few weeks ago, I started teaching a new kita 12-year-olds. As always, I gave out a questionnaire so the boys can give me some information about themselves. One of the questions was, what do you want to do when you leave yeshiva? I was astounded to read one boy's answer. I want to finish Shas. The next day, when I complimented him in class, the others called out with MDY. Seems his father is a regular. I should have expected it. at Slocher Rafal Groskov. This is from Eved Hashem, and he has an interesting Eved Hashem email. I just wanted to specifically thank you for the Shnayim Mikro. In addition to the daily shir, of course, since I got it, I keep it in my office. He's talking about the Chubash. And every morning I take six to seven minutes to do that day's portion. Then on Friday I get to finish the parsha properly with, like halacha with my own copy I have at home. Thanks. Eved Hashem. Sruli Daum. Dear Rebelli and Nachman. I came down to Arbius for four days. You guys haven't stopped fighting from the day I came until the day I left. I have a peaceful resolution to this ongoing conflict. There's no peaceful resolution between me and him. Nachman seems to be bothered by the word campaign. 
We can re- remarket this as don't talk during Kaddish awareness. This should keep Nachman's fears on the, on the campaign at bay since we were just making the Olam aware that speaking during Kaddish is a serious offense. I very much enjoyed having had the opportunity to be there live for all the streaming while I was in Eretz Yisrael. Thank you again for all you do. It's really down. I don't want to beat a dead horse, but the Mishaila was, what do you do with the $5,000 that the guy gave? How do you use that? So I had a great idea. I forgot to mention it and to talk it over with Yossi Klein, who told me about the $5,000. My idea is, I'm telling Yossi right now, Barabim, my idea is, we should give out, let's say, $2,000 for the person who comes up with the best graphic design for this campaign. And maybe like another $1,000 for the person who comes up with the best slogan. Another $1,000 for the person who writes the best piece on it. And for the last $1,000, we'll just advertise it somewhere. What are you, Taina? No, but advertise what? We're making awareness. People will send in. This one will send in this picture. This guy will send in that picture. We'll make awareness. Then we'll have a nice slogan. And then... So he's saying uh, Yoshi will win the award. Okay. What happened here? Oh, something happened. What? <laughs> well, two people were having a picture of Nachman. It should be Nachman saying, don't talk during Kaddish. Wow. All right, Rabbi, so here's the question of the day. I wrote down another one, but it got lost somewhere. Let me see what the question was. Um, I, just, I just wrote it down. <laughs> the water source starts in your city. Because the rabbi said it goes like this. You have, it's a very interesting Shiloh. You have water, it starts from you. The well starts by your house. And you have enough to drink, Baruch Hashem, but you want to do laundry. If you do laundry, your neighbor next door will die. What do you do? Huh? Depends on the neighbor. <laughs> no, so if, if it depends on the neighbor, even if you don't have to do laundry, you know. Huh? There's only a little, it trickles, it trickles out, trickles. If you take the water for your laundry, they, the neighbor won't have any water. We're going to see that there's a shita that says, let the neighbor die. Oh, it's not mine, because the Gemara is going to explain that you not doing laundry, you're going to die. You don't have... Thing. What was my other question? Real quickly, I'm trying to think. Um, okay, I don't remember. I wrote it down, but I guess I wrote it down on another slide somewhere. The Koilo is sponsored by Anonymous from Lakewood. The Koilo, again, another sponsor, me supporting Torah, strengthening our Bitochain. The Mesechta, in Zgulka Torvin, Timchel, Yaakov Yalak. Lunishmas, Zechariah, Ben Moshe. Rufu Shlema, David Tzvi, Ben Fegechaya. And Avram Elio Ben Chaya Refua Shlema. The art is sponsored for complete Refua for Chaim Tzvi Ben Lea. Also, official sponsors three names wife and son and daughter in law of a good friend. Chana Riva Bas Yudaselka is the wife, the son, Shlomo Ben Chana Riva, and the daughter in law, Bas Yerocha Bas Nechama. You should all have a Refua. Don't forget mdycm.com for the upcoming Siyumim. Do we have a place yet in uh, Miami? Almost. <laughs> Almost. We should have a place by January 25th. Yevaldik. Okay. Raboisai, here we are. We are on Daf Ain Tesamid Bays. 
six lines from the bottom. Now, if you look at the Mishnah, these are the Nidorim that can be Mayfair, Nidorim that have Inui Nefesh. Things that are painful for the body. Imerchatz, the Imloi Erchatz. If I shower, I bathe, and if I don't bathe. If I put on makeup, don't put on makeup. So that's really what we call a tnai. Tnai. If I do this and this, then something's going to happen. So you see, we have two things here. We have a tnai, which is a condition, and a nether, which is, I don't know if you have a better word, a consequence, or maybe something else. We have blue on the right. And red on the left. Blue on the right is a tnai. It's very simple. We went through this many, many times. If I do this, is the tnai. What's going to happen? So for the rest of my life, I won't be able to do X, Y, Z. That's the consequence. But the mission doesn't tell us the consequence. The mission starts off saying, if I bathe, then what? Okay, if you bathe, what? You're going to smell good. You're not going to be able to take a shower for the rest of your life. You're going to get divorced. What? What happens? You didn't say. You didn't explain anything. So Gemara is now going to go explain what happened there. So let's focus on Emerchatz. Says the Gemara, Hechi Kamar, Kamra. We have to be glorious here. What did she say? Oh! You know what the nether was? You know what the consequence was? The consequence was she won't get to eat fruit. Oh, now I understand. If I bathe, that's the tnai, then the nether will be I won't get to eat fruit. Oh, that's very painful. That's the nefesh. Not being able to, to eat fruit is a problem. Now, what's interesting, at this step of the Gemara, without asking questions why and how is it possible, <coughs> the Gemara understands that not bathing is not inu nefesh. What is inu nefesh? Not being able to eat something. Not bathing, no. We know people have gone their entire lives without bathing. It's not a big deal. You don't understand it, go break your head in the wall. That's what the Gemara understands right now. The Gemara is going to switch soon. But for now, it's not a inu. Ask the Gemara, okay. So we have a Tanai that's very, very painful. The red is very painful. The blue is not painful. The blue is the condition. If I will bathe, then I'll have something very painful. I'll have to jump off the roof and break my feet. So don't do the condition. So don't, so don't take a bath. What's the brow? What are you worried about? The red, you're worried that you're going to have a very painful life of not eating fruit. If you do X, Y, so don't do what you said. The whole thing is, if not bathing is not a problem, we said. Not bathing is not an Inui. So don't bathe. Don't bathe. And you won't have an issue of Inui Nefesh. You won't have an issue of not eating fruit. You'll be able to eat as much fruit as you want your entire life. You'll smell a little bit, but that's not a problem because it's not such an Inui to smell a little bit. Lamala Farah. Why does her husband, why is her husband allowed? To be Mayfair, the blue, the nether, the tnai, the tnai is not a big deal. Let her not smell good, 
and she'll be able to eat fruit as long as she wants. She won't have to do the nether. She shouldn't bathe. Hello? That's question number one in the halacha part. Now I have another question. If that's the pshat, right? We didn't know what the nether was. We didn't know what the consequences. Now you're telling me the consequence is fruit. We're going to go away from that. But let's say the consequence is the inunefesh fruit. Well, the lotion doesn't make sense. Now, Rabbi Yossi agrees that not eating fruit is an inui. So why would he say that it's not an inui? Look at Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Yossi says, oh, it's not an inui. We're not, it is inui. Not eating fruit is inui. That's not the point. He, maybe, maybe he's arguing that he, she won't break the tnai, she will do the tnai. But in terms of the lushan, the lushan is not correct. Because if we're talking about something that's very painful, even Rabbi Yossi agrees that the nether part, the consequence part, is painful. So why would he say in the Mishnah, the top words in this Amud, Amar Rabbi Yossi, Ein elu nidre inu nefesh. This is not a nether, this is not a consequence that has pain and affliction. It is. It's very painful not to eat fruit. If I'm talking about the tnai, then I understand. The tnai is not painful. It's not so terrible if you smell a little bit. And you don't take a bath your entire life. Whatever the reason is. But don't tell me a lotion of ain elu nidre. Don't talk about the red part. Don't think about the nether part and tell me that's not an inu because that you have to agree. Again, according to you, we didn't know this about fruit. We just introduced a new thing. There's something called fruit. It's not mentioned in the Mishnah. The Mishnah talks about bathing. But the Mishnah adds, the Gemara adds that the bathing is connected to not eating fruit for the, for the rest of your life. If that's the case, that's painful according to everybody. And even Rabbi Yossi should admit that it is a, ne- a nether of inu nefesh. And he says in the beginning of the Mishnah, uh, Top of this Amud, that it's not a nether of Inun Nefesh. So the Lashon is off. Why does the Lachitza issue get tied with Tabila? If she, if she says she won't bathe, she can't go to the Mikvah. So the Gemara is going to say something similar in a second. V'oid, b'halem rabbi yoisi, e'n elu nidri Inun Nefesh. Dumeroz v'yadazim z'beris v'elam Allah. If she bathes, then what happens? Then she has to be mekayim the nether. The consequence is she can't eat fruit for the rest of her life. Not eating fruit for the rest of life is considered a union nefesh. Oh, says the Gemara. You can leave this chart on. It's givaldic. Don't worry about it. Gemara says, okay, forget about introducing a new concept called fruit. We're talking about bathing, and let's stick to bathing. So we know the condition. The Mishnah tells us the condition. The condition is if you bathe, what's going to happen? Very interesting. If you bathe, you'll never be able to bathe again in the rest of your life. Oh, so what happened here? Now, okay, now the Gemara makes a switcheroo. Take your pencil, right. We're making a switch. A second ago, we were saying that it's not so painful not to take a bath for the rest of your life. Now we're saying no, 100%. It's very, very, it's a terrible thing. People can't survive 
without taking a bath the rest of her life. It's, it's inu nefesh. So what did she do? It's almost like, you know, somebody's going on a diet. He says, I'm going to eat like my last meal. I'm going to take, I'm going to go to the restaurant. We actually did that. I'm just thinking now. People, well, he's not here today. He's not feeling so well. Well, there's people that t- had the surgery, right? So right before the surgery, we went to All You Can Eat. What is it called over there in your life? Papa Guy. And the, the, they, they pressed the last press. Okay. You know what? Here's your last shower. So your last shower. You decide when you want it. You could, if you, if you decide, if you're going to live, let's say, for 50 years, I would recommend you take it in 25 years from now. So you take one shower, but then the clock starts ticking again. You can't take a shower for the rest of your life. As soon as you take the shower, that's 100% mutter for you to take, then the clock starts ticking. You can never take a shower again. So you have one last shower, one good shower, before you can't take any showers again, one last meal before you can't eat ever again. That's what happened there. So she said, Koinam, you ask me, what does the word imerchatz mean? So I'm telling you, I'm making another. If I bathe, then I can never bathe again. No, so it's a good idea like to keep that one shower for, for, for a very hot chamsin day in Eretz after you ran after the bus, whatever. Then you take the shower, then it goes into effect again. Fine. And that's why the husband has all the right in the world to do a forest and dharm, because what's happening here? She's having it in nefesh. Now we just said again, we're going back, that bathing, not bathing is an inui. It's an affliction, it's a terrible, painful thing. So she's stuck here. If she bathes, then the nether is going to go into effect, and she'll never be able to bathe again. Not doing the tnai is also painful. Because if she doesn't do the tnai, which is, I will bathe, then she didn't bathe. She's not bathing until she bathes. So not bathing is a inui. So in Marashach, she has a problem there. That's why the husband steps in. It's made for her nether. That's why he's allowed to be made for her. If she bathes, immediately the nether goes into effect. And if she doesn't do in other words, she doesn't want to do the tnai, she doesn't want to do the condition because she knows that if she does the condition, the nether, the, the consequences is going to go into effect, so she doesn't do the condition. But that itself is a problem, not doing. Sheval Taisa over here is a terrible thing. Why? Should become disgusting without, without rechitza. I once heard, I don't know if it's MS, that the milkman in Yerushalayim, there's a milkman in Yerushalayim, every morning he would take like a bottle of vinegar, pour it over himself. Why? Because he wanted all the people to put the bottles of milk outside the door. He had enough of this banging on the doors. Can I have my bottles of milk? So he, he came up with a, with a pshat. If you open up the door, you're going to get hit with this terrible odor. So he poured a bottle of vinegar. And then from then that day on, everybody behaved. And they put their old bottles. Okay, whatever. It passed for certain people. And so, so what does he argue? He says, no, the husband cannot be made for it. Why? Don't worry about it. She doesn't, this nether consequence is not going to go into effect. Why? Because we're not so concerned. She doesn't have to do the tonight. Because at the end of the day, we're not so concerned about nivel. listen If that's the case, I should say, again, again, the Gemara is talking about the Lushan. The Lushan is difficult. 
the language in the Mishnah, Rabbi Yossi Oimer, Tnai, it should say, it should say, Rabbi Yossi Oimer, Tnai Zeh, Ein Boi Mishumini Nefesh. You just told me that I'm not concerned about the consequence because she doesn't have to do the Tnai, she can do Sheva Al-Taisa. In other words, where Rabbi Yossi focuses is on the right side, on the blue, on the condition. He's not concerned about the consequence, he's talking about the condition. The condition of her not bathing is not the end of the world, says Rabbi Yossi. So just let her not bathe, she won't become minuval. But that's not what it says in the Mishnah. Top line on Ayin Tesamut Beis. He's addressing the red, the nether, the consequence. He should be addressing the blue, the t'nai, the condition. So, the Ran just explains a little more. He says, it's Mashman the Gemara that if the nether doesn't have an inui, because the nether doesn't have an inui, that's why he can't be made for. Mashmas is the Ran. If the nether did have an inui, Rabbi Yossi would admit you could be made for. Just throwing something out that the confuse it. The Ran doesn't. So I'll just say over the Ran. The Ran says you could infer, you can make a diok. The reason why you can't be mefer is because there's no inu in the nether. Was mashma that there was an inu in the nether, you could be mefer. But that's not true because we already saw from the fruit case, which is the nether part, if the nether is, was fruit and that's an inu, you could be mefer. Okay. Says the Gemara, Ella, so what is the case here? And this is what the Gemara is going to stick with. For now, a little bit. Some of it. The nether is a very terrible nether. It lasts her entire life. The condition, the t'nai, is very simple. It's a very easy one. We're going to one day. It's a one day deal. So that's the shayla, really. It, I mean, it's almost like a machlaikis between Americans and Israelis. I'm not kidding, we had this in the coil. The Israelis in the coil couldn't believe that Americans don't shower every day. Like it's a thing, by, by Ameri- every other day is fine. What? They're going crazy. The Israelis, I, I don't know, the ones that I know, shower every day, three times a day. I have some friends in America shower four times, that's a different thing. Okay, fine. So, is one day considered an eating or not? No, you can get away without showering every day. So, so before we were asking how come the t- it doesn't say the t'nai, the t'nai, the blue, right? That was the question before. How come you don't say the t'nai is not an inui? Because there's no inui in the t'nai. There's no inui in the t'nai. It's only one day. One day of not showering is not a big deal. But the nether... That's the Chiddush. The big, the big Chiddush here is, why does Rabbi Yossi say, let's go back. Top line, Ayn Tesom and Beis. Omer Rabbi Yossi, Ein Elu Nidre Inui Nefesh. How come it doesn't say here, Ein Elu Tnai Inui Nefesh? You know why? Because it's not Inui Nefesh, not the shower for one day. But what does he say? Here's a huge Chiddush. Ha <laughs> This for everybody in this room would be a major chiddush, which we mentioned. Not bathing your entire life, says Rabbi Yossi, 
That's not considered a inu nefesh. Not eating food is a inu nefesh. Not bathing? No, no. Oh, now I remember my question. I wanted to ask before the shear. If a person bathes on Yom Kippur, I think everybody knows the answer, but it's, it's interesting to think about. If a person eats food on Yom Kippur, what's the, what happens to them? Chorus. There's five inuyim on Yom Kippur. If a person bathes on Yom Kippur, what, what happens to them? Not chorus? Why not? It's one of the five inuyim. Huh? Only according to Riyasi, it's not an inuy. Chacham say it's an inuy. One day, this... Okay. So let's see. That's part of today's daf, actually. Five, and the chiddush is that not only that, but nivol, uh, not showering the entire life, is also not a inu nefesh, daf pei, on the base, sponsored by Greg Haber for Brocha Parnosa, Atzlocha for his entire family, and everyone learning the daf. Also, Atzlocha for the members of the HBA group and their families, Amen. So now we finished what it means, Imerchatz. Now we have to do the second line. Shanis Imerchatz. We'll see in a second that according to the Ran and some Rishonim, it's not 100% that we answered that. That what? That if, the Tnai is, that if she bathes today, then she can't bathe for the rest of her life. So it's only a one day condition. Shanis Imerchatz. So what's the other case? If I don't bathe, if I don't bathe, what happens? What is the what is the nether? What's the consequence? If I don't bathe, then I won't be able to bathe for the rest of my life. Then why does the husband have to step in? Let her bathe. If she doesn't bathe, then she can't bathe for the rest. So bathe. Bemishra in the Gemara is always like the smelliest type of liquid possible. It's water that you soak the, the cotton in, right? The flax. So it's very, very smelly water. Disgusting smelly water. So now, what happened? She was like in a sleepaway camp somewhere, married, a 12-year-old, and her husband sent away to sleep camp. She made, she made a, like a deer. She said, I, I, they deered her. You, you go into the, into the Mishra water. She said, fine, I'll go into the Mishra water. She said, but you have to make a nether. We don't trust you. So if you don't go into the Mishra water, then you're going to be also to bathe for the rest of your life. Why else would you? I'm just saying, this is the only case that comes to mind. It has to be a deer from other. Fine. Then what? If you don't do a terrible thing of smelling up yourself, going into the Mishra water, then you're going to have to do another smelly thing, which is not to bathe the rest of your life. So now, now either way she grabs it, she, she has the inu nefesh. If she does her t'nai, which is me mishra, disgusting. It's not not bathing for one day. It's going, dip, dipping into me mishra water. It's a terrible, terrible thing. The other thing is, not bathing for the rest of your life. So either way, the t'nai is terrible, the nether is terrible, both... There's no way out of this. So now the Gemara says, well, wait a minute. You're telling me, if I don't bathe, means if I don't bathe in a terrible thing. So then 
take those exact words and put them in the next sentence. If I don't put on jewelry, but, but you're going to put on really terrible jewelry. So what's terrible jewelry? Again, it has to mimic. The lotion has to mimic every sentence. The first sentence is, we didn't understand like that. If I don't bathe, I thought it meant, when I read the Mishnah, if I don't turn on the shower, I'm going to refrain from bathing. Now the Mishnah says, no. It means, if I don't bathe in the worst of the worst, I'm going to dip myself in the worst of the worst. Okay, so now I have to take that lotion and bring it to the following sentence. If I don't put on jewelry, I thought it meant if I'm not going to put on makeup. I'm going to refrain from putting... No. According to what you just said, it means if I'm not going to put on the worst makeup possible. What is the worst makeup possible, says the Gemara? Here, picture time. <laughs> if I don't bathe myself in gasoline, neft. What? And guess what? It's, what's her name, Rabbi Isai? Lichluchus. Says the Gemara, Lichluchu. Imam fits right in. Don't, you cannot call a kishut, an adornment, a piece of jewelry, something that's the opposite of jewelry. You can't say, it's impossible. It's impossible to say that not iskashet means I will use gasoline, I'll use neft. How do you say neft in English? Paraffin, I don't know, whatever it's called. Huh? Kerosene. Who? Kerosene. Kerosene. Kerosene is better. Okay. That's gasoline. It says over there, smell your best. Try our new and improved gasoline scent formula. Fine. People go there and they take a bath in gas. Fine. Omra, you the Omra. Oh. So now the Gemara takes it back. The Omra Hanas Rechitza La'olam Olai Imerchatz Hayoyim. We're going to go back to the original we said before. We're explaining what is Imloyerchatz and what is Imerchatz. Imerchatz means Omra Hanas Rechitza La'olam Olai Imerchatz Hayoyim, as we said before. Just the Rishonim change it around. They take out the word Hayoyim and it's La'olam. They say you don't have to say that anymore. You don't have to say the word Hayoyim. Why? Because because of the Hemshech of the Gemara. What's the second part? Imloyerchatz is not a nether anymore. Okay, so all the Gemara is going to say is we have two lines in the Mishnah. Imerchatz, Imloyerchatz. Imerchatz is a nether. Imloyerchatz is a shvuah. We're talking about two different things. We're not talking about two cases. We're talking about two separate things a nether and a shvuah. That's the difference in the Lashon. So, <coughs> im doesn't mean if. Over here, it means I won't, I won't, I, I won't be reichet. It's a shvuah. Only nether has a tnai. If I do this and this and this, that. But when it comes to shvuah, there's no if I do this. There's no such thing. I can't do X, Y, Z. Fine. So since there's no tnai, so when Rabbi Yossi says, "What's the lashon over here?" nefesh. He's referring to both, a nether and a shvuah. So Mela, the Rishonim take out the word Hayyim. It's not, not again anymore Hayyim, according to them. Some Rishonim. Shvuah shaloy yiskashet. Fine. Ushvuah shaloy yiskashet. Sorry. That's a nether. The second part, in loyerchatz means ushvuah shaloy yerchatz. I'm swearing that I won't bathe. And then we go to the next line. Hanaz kishu delay loyelom yiskashet hayyim. Again, we're talking about a nether when it comes to Makeup, and we're talking about a shvua of makeup.
Wait a minute. Where in the Mishnah does it mention the word Shvua? You're making something up. If it's true that the Mishnah is talking about a Shvua, shouldn't the Mishnah start off saying, Elu Nidarim Ushvuas? Doesn't talk about Shvua at all. Says the Gemara, I'm like, Tini Elu Nidarim Ushvuas. You're right. You have to stick that word in. Vibai saying, Mashvua is Nami Hanu Nidarim. Another shot is, you don't have to be such a stickler to words. When I say Nidarim, I mean Shvuas also. And you see it in other places in Shas. This nan kinidre rishay. It starts off. If a person points at a person, he has a nazar walking by him, and he looks at the nazar and he says, "Kinidre rishay." I want to be like that guy, like a neder that a Russia does. It's not a very good lashon. It's a very weak lashon. But me, you, and I understand what he's talking about. It's a yad. It, it makes sense what he's saying. And what if he says he looks at a loaf of bread and he says, "Kinidre rishay." This loaf of bread. So what is that called? That's called a shvua. So here you have a case where a person says a neder, uses the word neder, but in fact he means a shvua. So the interchangeable, the changeable, that's why it says elunadarim. That's why our, our peg is called elunadarim and not elunadarim ushvuas, because a shvua is a neder. It's not kenidri shayim, nadar ben nazar ube karben, ube shvua. He used the word nidri shayim, but he meant a shvua. Givaldik. Okay. We're done. So now we understand the Lashon of the Mishnah, Imerchatz, Imlayerchatz, great. One is a neder, one is a shvuah. The ones that say that not bathing is a terrible thing, it's an affliction, it's painful. So it says in the Pasuk, here, inu nefesh. If you don't do inu nefesh on Yom Kippur, you chayev kares. So, if you don't do inu nefesh, in other words, you take a shower, which is the opposite. You're telling me that not taking a shower is inui. So, taking a shower is the opposite of that. It's loisuna. So, taking a shower on Yom Kippur should be v'nichrasa because it's loisuna. If you establish that not taking a shower is inu nefesh, not like you you and I, everybody in this room hold, that not taking a shower is inui. So taking a shower would be loy inui, loy suna. And then what, what would the punishment be? Vinichrasa. Not a single person in this room raised their hand and said that taking a shower in Kippur is chayef karas. Why? If you do malacha, like on Shabbos. Or you eat and drink, then you get cars. And if you say that if you don't bathe, that's considered inu nefesh. So if you do the opposite of that, which is loisuna, you have to figure out the pasuk as is. You should afflict on yourselves. It's something that is known to have pain right now. If you don't eat today, what happens? It's very painful. Even one day. You're not going to know of any pain if you, didn't, if you went one day without showering. Unless you mamish, like, you know, one of those but typically speaking, you're not, you're not, it's not going to, it's not However, <laughs> 
it's in the future. Le'anois nafesh means in the future you're going to have pain and affliction. Because the inui is something that's going to bring you to inui. The reason why the husband, according to Chachamim, even though right now it's not an inui, because you can go one day without bathing, but it's going to bring her to, to inui. That's something they can do. I forgot to mention somewhere in the middle of the suya, it was on Omad Aleph, where it's the, the, the Ran just points out that it's not even one day, even according to Rabbi because the way it works is that whatever Chacham say was the Inu Nefesh, according to Rabbi Yossi, it turns into a Dvarim Shebena Levena. This is the Inu Nefesh, it's not Inu Nefesh, it's real, but it's Dvarim One day of not bathing, I'm just throwing it out here, if you don't understand what I'm saying, I'm sorry. One day of not bathing is not even Dvarim Shebena Levena. It's such a low level, it's nothing. You have Inu Nefesh, you have Dvarim Shebena Levena, it's between the husband and wife, but so she didn't bathe for one day. It's not, it's not something that the husband can say, well, it bothers me. It doesn't bother. It's only one day. Says the Gemara. I guess we could at least start the sugyo. The Rami, the Rabbi Yosef, the Rabbi Yosef, we have a contradiction with Rabbi Yosef. Mayin Here. We have a river. I have to apologize to Yoshi. I ruined this drawing a little bit because I made that vertical river. You see that fat line on the bottom? Let's see if I could get a laser. Oh, here. The, horizontal, sorry, horizontal. What did I say? Vertical? It's vertical, yeah. Close. But just very, very far. This is mine. I just added this. Because when I woke up this morning and this art, he worked, I don't know, to what time? It wasn't like to my liking. I wanted to show that the river goes from, from city to city. And he only had it the horizontal, not the vertical. So I mean the vertical, not the horizontal. Fine. So over here, basically what we're seeing here is that the source of this water starts over here in this city. And it goes this way. And it splits off and it goes to this city and this city. What? There's a mouse running through the river. This the red guy? Fine. So now, if you have... Who wins over here? These guys want to drink. The guys on the right want to drink where the water, that's the water source. The guys on the left want to drink. Who wins? The guys on the right. Why? The Torah tells us, if you could live, then you have to support your brother. It doesn't mean you have to die for your brother. You have water, you could drink it by yourself. What about if you have animals? They say animals? Yeah. Your animals come first. What about laundry, doing your laundry? You come first. But here's the very interesting Shiloh. What if it's your laundry versus their drinking? So according to Tanakama, I guess everybody here in this room would say, well, let them drink. Why do you have to do your laundry? But says Rabbi Yossi, no. Check this out. Your laundry, since it's your water source, comes before their drinking. Let them die. Unbelievable. So let's see the Gemara inside. But it's not literally. We're going to see that then the sugya, because Rabbi Yossi holds, we hold, he holds that not doing your laundry is like dying. You can't, you, it makes you miss sugar. Imagine wearing smelly, think about the smelliest clothes you've ever smelled. You were once on a bus and you took a whiff of somebody's smelly clothes. That times 10 because it's his entire life. Whatever. So it makes you nuts. You, you probably go crazy, says the Gemara. And Mamela, it's your life against his life. His drinking is like you not doing laundry. 
just to stamp, just to be Mazra. So you don't think we're talking about Rishayim over here. So what's the Shailah here? Nacham. Water, my water, my drinking against your drinking, it's my source of water. I come before you. Now I have the water source and I have animals. My animals tip the scale in my favor. I come first. Again, I want to do laundry in the water. You want to do laundry. I have the water source. We win the laundry battle. But what about their drinking versus and my laundry? They come first. It makes a lot of sense. But here's the contradiction. Rabbi says that it's not such a big deal if you don't take a shower for the whole, your whole life. And all of a sudden he says, Rabbi Yossi says, your laundry is such a, if you don't do laundry, it's terrible inui. So you come even before they're drinking water. You just said that according to Rabbi Yossi, you could go your entire life without a shower. It's not a big deal. You shower your body. Forget your clothes. Your body. I'm sorry. If laundry, Rabbi says, it's such a terrible tsar, you come before the other guy's drinking, so his own body, not doing laundry is worse than not bathing your entire body. If you, you have like very, you know, what do they call those, the dreadlocks, you didn't, you didn't comb your hair in a long time, could bring to, to blindness. So the Rosh brings over in the Gemara Barbashat after Zion says that two hairs that come out of one pore, it brings to, to, to blindness. In other words, the hair and eyesight have some sort of connection. If you have some sort of smelly body, or bring till it boils. Oh, sorry. And this is what this is the important thing that I missed out. If you don't wash your clothes, Masili Day Shamu Misa, it brings to dementia, says the art scroll, because it brings to Shigain. Shigain, there's no way out of being crazy. Crazy is like dying. But just not bathing is not as bad. Why? You'll get some boils. Could you get out of boils? Yes. Could you get out of craziness? Not. Why not? The pshat is that when a person is crazy, he can't even daven. He does he thinks he's he thinks he's okay. He thinks the whole world is crazy. He's normal. He's not going to daven for himself to be normal. A person that has boils could daven, could get out of it. And in Meila, according to Rabbi not washing your clothes is actually worse than not bathing. Have a wonderful day. See you on Monday Shabbos at 8 o'clock. Let's do 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock.